queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Okay, like I said last week, we got a lot of we'll have a lot of Slumberson to talk about, but I'm gonna first give my co-host a chance to bask in their glory because both have had some exciting weeks. I'm gonna start with Kayla, who's uh recording right now for Raleigh, and she finally made it to GalaxyCon and she finally got to meet Chris Datlander. And I know Kayla, it was like the time of your life, right? Yeah, and she was awesome. Um she her unfortunately her photo op was not until like 3 20 in the afternoon so um I managed to get there when they opened and got the ticket in first person I've actually met I actually got the chance to meet Ruby Soho very sweet I love meeting her um walked around a little bit found me Alexa pop vinyl I just need one more and I'll have all hers collected um Checked out the merch, moved myself around, ended up meeting um, Miss Victoria herself. Um, really awesome as well to meet, just an honor. Still killing time, walk around a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, what the heck? Let's go meet Hangman Adam Page. So had the chance to meet him. He was really awesome to meet. Um, I'm not going to spoil the little secret he told me, but there's a possibility that, you know, he might be going somewhere else again soon. You never know. If he does, he asked me what I follow him there. Yep. I said, I'm as a fan, I will. So then it came to the thing and Chris was sitting at her booth, like the little thing. And I just went up to her, introduced myself, told her about the cameo that my friend had made for me in February. And she's like, oh yeah, I remember you. You know, I remember that. And um, I was I was like, oh, that's sweet. And um, then I said, well, I just want to stop by and tell you that, you know, I'm a huge fan and that I actually have your photo op. So I will see you at the photo op. She's like, yeah, you got my photo op. I love the shirt. So when we got to the photo, finally it came down to it. Um, the photo op came up. And it's when I walked through the curtain, she goes, ah, she came for me. You remembered to come see me again, didn't you? You know, and it's just. <laughs> I'll, um, just meeting her, she was super sweet. She um, was awesome to meet. Adam Page was awesome to meet. Um, you know, in meeting, Ruby was awesome. Um, Mom stayed at the hotel because, you know, she hasn't been really sleeping well lately, and she didn't really want to go out. So I surprised her with a – I got the combo at Ruby's table, like her selfie and her autograph, and uh-huh. I made the autograph out to my mom with her name on it. Aww. And 
and I told her where she was at and at the bottom of it she had signed um you have a great daughter and um because when she originally was thinking about going she wanted to meet Paige and Ruby right and and at the time before I didn't really think I was going to meet Paige but it was kind of like a last minute thing and but I went to Ruby and it kind of made her day so she was very excited to get that and um above all I enjoyed it a lot of Star Wars things um I literally have Chrissy wake up Chrissy (laughs) wake up stuck in my head that's all I've heard (laughs) Grace there that played Chrissy was there I didn't get a chance to um meet her because then I had a lot of Stranger Things stuff cosplay that costumes everything was awesome had a giant Pikachu uh that was pretty awesome had a giant Garfield that I wanted to get a picture of but every time I tried to look around I kind of missed him so it was like where did he go but um R2D2's Chewbacca's Yoda's Prince of Leia's Darth Vader's I mean it was it was just great just to be around that you know and line I mean there was a lot of people there but the lines weren't as to the booth they moved you fast okay and that was you know so um but then I noticed that these kind of cons I think what made it even more special for me as a wrestling fan is the wrestling uh wrestlers their lines are not as long as your <laughs> other ones poor William Shatner had two photos sh- um two photo op sessions and his lines were so long you couldn't even see the poor dude at his booth um that 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 sucks that he had to find out at a con what happened today oh i know right Mm -hmm. r.i.p nichelle nichols trailblazer i forgot shatner was there when he said it like i'm sorry to interrupt but like man because i wonder why he put something out so late because like you know uh george takai walter caney a lot of the new people just I forgot Shatner was there. Yeah, no. I have seen Shatner's line. I can attest to that. I think the mm-hmm. only line that I've ever seen longer than his was not Mark Hamill's. Oh, no, 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 no. It was the great Stanley. Ah. And uh, before I end it, um, I will say Zach Morris looked really different. Mark Pargazar, or whatever how you say his name. Looked really different. I saw him from a distance. It looked really <laughs> weird. I'm like, yeah, you're not the Zach Morris I remember. Um, but uh, I did manage to see Sergeant Slaughter. He was on the other side of Paige. Um, I didn't go up and meet him, but there was a little boy there. It was just kind of funny. And on the side, he goes, I guess the little boy was afraid because he was, you know, and he goes, you salute me, you little maggot. So it was kind of <laughs> Little boy just raised his hand real quickly. Okay. Yeah, I had a great time, you know, chance meeting. You know, I went when I wanted to meet with Statlander, which was awesome. Um, little side note, um, Kira Hogan, Jade's Cargill's baddie was there. And for our listeners at home, Kat and Julie already knows this. I had Kira Statlander's more than a woman shirt on. And um, I walked by Kira's booth and she was eating food and she seen my shirt so she like stopped and she goes oh no not a Statlander shirt and um 
I'll go, you remember this shirt when Statlander takes the title off of your batty jade. <laughs> and she just shoves that food back into her mouth like she had no words. And I thought it was awesome. And I was like, hmm, you're not so baddie, aren't you? <laughs> but no, we, I had fun. Had a good time. And I know I'm tired because right before the podcast, I took a nap. And when we get off, I'm probably going to go to bed after that. <laughs> Yeah, me, yeah, me too. I got some packing to do tonight. But damn, Kayla going to cons and starting shit with wrestlers. Hello. <laughs> it started with me first. <laughs> like I said, they're lucky I wasn't there. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I'm sorry, aren't you Sasha Banks from Wish? Security. <laughs> All right. And then the other piece of news that affected my other co-host here. Uh Late last week, mm. WWE announced that WrestleMania 40 will be taking place at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. And um, if you haven't heard the show before, our wonderful Jester happens to work at Lincoln Financial Field. So she's texting us in the god early morning, telling us to wake the fuck up because she is like over the moon excited. Jester, the floor is yours. Mm. To quote The Rock, finally, WrestleMania has come back to Philadelphia. <laughs> the last time it was here was in 1999. The building it was in was not the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, no, 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 no. It was the first Union Center. We used to call it the FU Center for multiple reasons. It sucked. But regardless... This is going to be fantastic. I have been begging, you know, since I started working for Lincoln Financial Field to get some type of wrestling event at the at the stadium. Just because I've seen MetLife Stadium, Dallas Stadium, fuck them, um, the Saints Arena, um, all of this stuff. I, I just the amazing thing that MetLife did at WrestleMania 35 was absolutely fantastic. And unlike WrestleMania 35, we have a better fucking train system. <laughs> oh my god, don't get me started on that bullshit. But so I've been I've been looking over all the different articles. So apparently this just wasn't Lincoln Financial Field that brought this to us. It was a combination of the Philadelphia Convention and Visitors Bureau, the City of Philadelphia, Wells Fargo Center, the Philadelphia Eagles, and Lincoln Financial Field all working to bring this to the city. The fact that they're doing this they're bringing WrestleMania to Lincoln Financial Field is is one of the greatest things that has ever that I'm I've worked concerts. I've worked Taylor Swift, I've worked the Rolling Stones, I've worked U2, I've worked Coldplay, I have worked the recently the weekend. I absolutely fucking love this. I've done the winter hockey was the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Philadelphia Flyers. Monster trucks. I have done all this oh. shit there. Don't forget Kenny Chesney. fuck that bitch bitch. and i would tell that to kenny chesney's face fuck you and keep on walking (laughs) but this this is you're gonna you're not only gonna have saturday and sunday in lincoln financial field for wrestlemania friday night smackdown wells fargo center saturday morning or saturday or friday night or whenever they do it the hall of fame ceremony Monday Night Raw, Wells Fargo Center. Five days of pure events at the convention center. Not to mention about all the activities that's going to happen around the outside. 
this is this I think is going to be a big test for not only the staff of the Lincoln Financial Field, um, but I know if anybody can handle it, it's our crew because I will say this without any you could say whatever you want about any other sports team, any other sports town in the world. Y'all can kiss my fucking ass. There are no more passionate fans in our Philadelphia. We know the value of what it means to win. We know what the value it is to lose. We are a blue collar fucking city. We we know what it's like to be the underdog. We know what it's like to just keep clawing and crawling till we get to stand on solid ground and keep going. We are some of the best wrestling fans in the world. We always sell out. Amen to that. We always sell out Wells Fargo. They'll sell out ECW Arena for the little um, indie shows. I think AEW was just there. Um, not too recently. I know MLW was there. Philadelphia is, needless to say, it's going to be, th- th- this is just something absolutely fucking fantastic. Now, while I was pushing more for SummerSlam, <laughs> because summertime wears shorts, I'm okay with that. I might have to bundle up for this. But I mean, I remember going to MetLife Stadium for WrestleMania 35. I was in a t-shirt and shorts. No, I had jeans. I wore jeans. But, you know, so I'll be in my long pants shirt. I, I'll, I know how to pack layers, people. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about me on that one. But it's like, people are going to be like, well, don't you want to watch it? Don't you want to participate? Don't you want to be sitting down on the floor? Yes. 100% to all of that. I would love to do that. But there's no other place that is a job but isn't a job to me than Lincoln Financial Field. I absolutely love working for that company. I absolutely love working for the Eagles. I love knowing the fact that I can say I work for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's what my paycheck says. It doesn't say Lincoln Financial Field. It says Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. That's that's what my pay stub says. And, you know, I, I know that my grandmother, you know, God rest her soul, I got the job right before she passed away. Um was ecstatic and over the moon for me. Uh, my mom, who loves wrestling, is will be ecstatic and love this for me because you know wrestling was brought us together. This is just something that the fact that I get to be there, I get to interact with the fans, is some of the coolest things in the world to do. I, I have met so many different fans from around the world for different concerts, different events. I love talking to them. I love helping them out. I love doing everything I can for these people because when they come into my house they are my guests mm-hmm. and we will do everything in our power at my at the stadium we do that we try to take care of you like i've i've walked so many people down to guest services like, I, i'm not I, I don't care about like you know getting wings or anything i don't care about like getting recognized i i would do what i do for these people if what i would want somebody to do for me i've been i've had rude staff before at stadiums so if you ever come to an Eagles game, Section 218 is where I'm normally at. Come say hi. Um, but no, this is just something so big. And the fact that this one article that I just read from the Philadelphia Business Journal, is said this isn't the only thing that's coming. So there can Ooh. be more wrestling events down the line, more bigger events down the line. And I mean, I already know that Taylor Swift and Beyonce have probably got some freaking double-ass concerts coming up. That's going to be... Y'all want to talk about... <laughs> about some crazy ass shit that happens at concerts that are fun if you like taylor swift one even if like you tolerate taylor swift go to one of her concerts it's an experience same with beyonce it is an experience i am sad 
that I had to leave early for the formation tour when she was there for that. But I had to get a, a train super early in the morning the following day. So I was able to get out early. But I got to see the first half of her concert. Absolutely yeah. kills it. Um, and I want to I put something back with the Comic-Con before we get on to SummerSlam. I had an opportunity, like, once again, one of those Cats-22s. I had an opportunity to meet Michelle Nichols. I didn't. Uh... I will regret that. If you ever have somebody that you want to meet and you know that they're an amazing and humble human being, even if you know that they're a dick in real life, but you know that their characters change your life, meet them. I mean, yes, sometimes you might have to pay $300 out of pocket. I know how much it costs, Shatner. But it's worth it. To the people that are looking at C2E2 uh, that's happening in Chicago in a couple weeks. If you want to meet Sasha Banks, go meet Sasha Banks. If you want to meet Naomi, go meet Naomi. If you want to go meet The Undertaker, go meet The Undertaker. But don't meet CM Punk. Funk that bitch. No, literally, if you have the chance to go to a Comic-Con or any type of WrestleCon, uh, StarCast was today, right? Down in... It was... Uh, uh, yeah, it was like over the last few days, yeah. Yeah, like StarCast or any of the, the conventions that float around with this. If you get a chance to meet people that had an impact in your life and influence in your life. I mean, I'll put this right out there. Mayor Glenn is a douchebag. I booed his ass. Even though they introduced him as Kane, I booed his ass. But I told that man that him and his brother, quote unquote brother, Undertaker, helped save my life. Yeah. And he shook my head and said, thank you, I was was still here. I might not like the man. I might not disagree. I, I, I vehemently disagree with him but about certain <laughs> things. But, you know, I think sometimes we do have to push past, like, you know, a lot of our petty differences, even though some of the shit isn't petty. But, like, you know, the man who he was is what helped shape my life. So, well, not him personally, but I mean, like, his character, his character, you know, being the outsider, being the weirdo, wearing a mask, but being something like completely different. Just meet the person. Except for Kid Rock. Fuck that dude. 100%. That was disgusting. I don't know if you saw the Jumbotron of that shit. I, I almost threw up when I saw that. Uh-uh. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, no, 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 no. It's like, no, 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 no. Mama now, we're trying to figure that out. Like, what the heck? What in the world? I will say this right now. Dear Triple H, can you please step away from the maggots? As much as possible. And please, for love of God, do not bring back Jason Riker. Actually, no, 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 no. Bring him back and put him in a match with Seth Rollins, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, and Becky Lynch. And let's see what comes out. You might want to go back to little Timmy's birthday party with five people. Exactly. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, and on that note. Oh let's my get to gosh. your exciting time. If last night was any indication of what to expect with Triple H at Creative, we are in for a hell of a treat. Yes, a lot of this stuff was planned out already because under, under Vince's regime and everything, but damn. Oh my God. That place was loud. No, it wasn't sold. No, it wasn't sold out. Uh, 
but it was loud and it was crazy. I thought I was gonna lose my voice at the begin at the end of the night because of um because of especially like how the night started. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the way the oh. night started, holy fuck! <laughs> but I, all right, before, but I will, I, before, I will say on. this: they would never have gotten away with what they did at the end of that match at the, at the end of the show. In like a hockey arena, there's no way in hell that piece of equipment would have been able to fit backstage. Oh my god! How the hell? It's like you—you work in a stadium, so they have to have like some kind of like big entrance for stuff like that to make its way through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh wow. Okay, but all right, I'm gonna get this over with. Say this before before Jolie does and everything. I was expecting a Bailey return, but Jolie nailed it as far as like it being after the Raw Women's Championship match. So I will give Jolie her credit for that because I that was like the first thing I told Steve. I was like, well, "I'm gonna hear it from." I'm, it's like I'm been, I gotta be Jolie to it because I'm gonna hear it from her. <laughs> no, but see, like, and the whole reason why I said it like that, and I do wish that they had a return after the live, um, Ronda match, but. We'll get to that whole fucking bullshit later. Because um, I have words for that. <laughs> Bailey going after the SmackDown title made no sense. Jeez. Bailey going after Raw, going after Bianca makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I feel that with SummerSlam and Becky Lynch, it's like the turning of the tides with her. 2018, she turned on Charlotte and beat the ever-loving fuck out of her to an ex- like, you know, extremely raucous crowd. And then she tried to turn heel. 2019, she was kind of organic in her normal self. 2020, 2021, or 2020 didn't exist. She was giving birth. Yeah. Or preparing for birth. 21, that big shot heard around the world. And the start of her heel turn. Yeah. And so her actual legit organic heel turn, which I thought was beautifully done. And I knew it wasn't going to last long. I didn't think it would last a year. I didn't think it would go for the full year. I thought maybe after WrestleMania, she would have went apeshit, batshit crazy, and then kind of like chilled out. Right. But there was some a lot of symmetry with, you know, how it started with a try to go heel in 18, 19, just, I don't even remember 2019, to be perfectly honest. I really don't. 2020, again, I don't remember shit because it was pandemic. Oh, 2020. 20- 2019, uh, she went against Natalia. Natalia hurt her arm. And then the next night, uh, Sasha came back. That's right. That was the start of the Sasha feud. Thank you. That was Toronto. I don't mean to diss Toronto like or anything like that. It's just that there has been so much that has happened in the wrestling world and like just in the world in general that sometimes you forget shit and right, you know, yeah. But no, that was actually. I mean, as much as that match sucked, it was actually a really good match. Um, I just meant like this when I say sucked, I mean it was just so slow because it was a submission match. Um. But 
I, as much as I love Natalia, can she stop with the Botox, please? <laughs> she started to look more plastic than than Madonna, and that's that's not right. Madonna at least is that age. You're not, Natty. You're not. Man, oh God, but <clears throat> this was just the one of the most organic turns, and I watched a a, a point of view where she was where. Becky, I think, was still standing with like the doctor or the ref, because I don't know what happened to her shoulder. Somebody said it separated, one dislocated. I don't know because the way that she was holding it, I don't know. We haven't heard any news about her being injured. I saw I sent y'all that picture where it was like it was like popping out a little yeah. bit right here or something. So I don't know what that was. I have no idea what the hell that was. Yeah, like I've seen that like in people like, but there has been zero word about any type of like you know she's injured. I mean, even Bianca said you know I got Becky in my corner after in the in the shit in the media scrum later. But, you know, she ran to the ring and that pop after that match was the, that was Becky again. That was the Becky that I fell in love with. That's the Becky that like, you know, don't get me wrong. I love every incarnation of Becky Lynch, even the annoying, I don't know what the fuck you're wearing Lady Gaga style Becky Lynch. Um, I do hope that this, this face turn does give her more sensible clothes. Maybe give her back to leather and jeans. Um, and stay away from Seth's closet because I don't know what the fuck he was wearing last night. Um, so yeah, no, that the the way that the show kicked off. Um, and I hate to admit it, but Logan Paul fucking impressed me. And that okay, well, to say, I'll get to him in a, I'll get to him in a second. But Caleb, what? All right, open him. All right, open a match. What was your thoughts about it? First of all, um, Becky and Lynch. Uh, Becky and Lynch. Oh Lord. Um Becky and Bianca killed it in that match. I love that opening match. It was totally awesome. Um and then at the end it was just having Bianca, you know, get her SummerSlam moment considering what happened last year and the respect between her and Becky, like handshake, the hug beautiful. and everything. That was beautiful. Like, you deserve it, girl. Um I held my breath though because I was like, "Is this going to be another Charlotte moment?" That's that's what we were thinking too when she first held that hand out. Like, "Oh no, don't trust her." That she pulled her into a hug, and we're like, "Okay." I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all heard it, but a lot of people in the crowd were like saying, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, we heard it. it was, but um, and then when she was celebrating, and. Bailey's music hit. I wanted to scream so bad that I realized, hey, I'm in a hotel room. I got people around me. So I was literally squilling inside and just going, yes, yes, yes. Jumping up and down. It was early enough. They were probably either out or having sex. They wouldn't have realized anything. (laughs) (laughs) Although although we did tell the uh, uh, person at the desk that it was SummerSlam, so we might hear screaming. He said, I'll let you know if there are any complaints. Uh, (laughs) But no, um, so she comes out and she's like, "You remember me? Ding dong, hello!" And I'm like, "Okay, Bailey's back." And then Dakota's music hit, and I was like, "Oh my god, how did he pull and, that off?" And I'm like, "This is awesome." And I looked at mom and I said, "They better Apple Music better put Dakota's theme song back into where you can download it again." Um, and then I was like, "Is it?" Then also I hear the and I was like, yo, and they came, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great, and then when they get into the ring, and I loved when she just made that, you know, feeling that Bailey's back, I'm like, yes, 
Bailey's back and she can't she didn't come alone. And um then she made that comment and says, you know, someone like, Oh, I'm better or whatever, I have the better side and then Becky slides and is then next to Bianca and I'm like Okay. I'm liking this. Great. <laughs> I'm excited. And now it's just having Bailey back. And then she has the help of Dakota and EO. I don't think you could have any better backup as those two. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how they kill in the ring and you put them three together. And I'm understanding, I saw something on Twitter. Their thing is what called control. So some there was a picture tweeted that was the WWE tweeted out or she did. I don't remember. I shared it on the EDS Sports Wrestling page, uh, Twitter page. Where it had a picture of them at the top, it said control. So are they calling their faction control if they are? I like it. I kind of found it a dig at, at uh, CYN and I kind of like it. Oh, can, you believe, can you believe Douchebag <laughs> actually rejected the idea of this faction earlier? Can you believe it? Yeah, because he's a fucking. I, as much as a genius Vince is, he was stuck in specific ways. Yeah, definitely. And and I said this last night in the group text, and I said game, set, match. Meaning anything that AEW's women division tries to do is fucked. The only thing they could do that would possibly even, you know, remotely make them kind of, I guess you would say, competitive in their women's division if, is if is if Sasha Banks is completely done with the WWE. They sign her, and as much to Boss Lady's absolute abhorrent anger, they put the belt right onto Sasha. That would be the only way they'd be able to compete. She's going to blame that on me, too, so... No, she'll blame me, too, because I'm the one that's saying that, because in, in, in all actuality, if you honestly think about it, if you want to bring eyes to it, you put the most talented wrestler that is on your, your roster. And no offense to Stat or any other women on that roster. If you added Mercedes Verado to that roster, she actually becomes the most talented wrestler on that roster. I, I would say Chris is a second. No, no offense to Chris. She's a great wrestler, but she's not, she's not Sasha Banks. She's not Mercedes. She doesn't, she, I've watched her wrestle. I think she's excellent ring, but there is just something about Sasha that she has, I guess it's called the, uh, I can't pronounce the fucking word. I hate this word. I'm not even going to attempt this word, but it's like, basically you have this ability to play to the crowd and you, you can manipulate the crowd to your discretion, which she does absolutely well. Chris is more, she's definitely a face, and I would love to see her as a heel to see how she'd be able to play that part, to see if she's able to manipulate the crowd the way that Jade does or Britt Baker does. I mean, Thunder Rosa can, but she's not as good as Britt or Jade to manipulate the crowd because I'm sorry, whenever she comes out with that title, it's very me. I don't know why it's flat for her. It doesn't make sense to me. She's an amazing wrestler, but. I think with the star power of Sasha, that, that's that's a game changer for AEW. 
there's nothing they can do in the men's division because they, they already have everybody that they need, in all honesty. Um, even though they, 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 there's like, you know, Tony fucking bragging about having people on contract for five, six years when I remember him saying that that was something that would never happen there, that they wouldn't be chained down. Do, do I remember that correctly? It's like they would be able to do what they wanted. They wouldn't be chained down to a contract. Or if, that, I... if that was the if that was the case, then he would have let MJF go already. But I know, but like you know, like honestly, MJF isn't doing anything, and I think that is complete and utter bullshit. I mean, he's a very talented wrestler. Oh. Killer Cross has stated that he wants to come back. Or he would come back for Triple H. He said that in the past if Triple H took over. I'm pretty damn sure that Johnny Gargano would come back if asked by Triple H. And Dexter Loomis. Yeah. I mean, I think... I mean, I was praying to hear that music last night, but... (laughs) I mean, he was in Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Yeah, he was here and everything. But either way, it's just like... The night started off with a huge bang. Those returns were epic. And it's like, it's like to be continued on Monday. And it's like, I just feel like it's going to go skyrocketed from there. I'm glad all three of them have shirts back on WWE shop already, which I found was absolutely cool. And I didn't even wait. I think they were up 15 minutes after the match. Really? Yeah, they were up. They were Technically, up. the Bailey shirt was one that was already on the shop because I have it. Oh, or they still had new. it up? Okay, they still had that one up, though? Yeah, that one's the same one that's been up there. So hers was okay. not technically new. Yeah, But two but new he- shirts for EO and Dakota. Mm-hmm. And her name is now EO-I-Y-O Sky, which I kind of like. Me too. It's yeah. perfect. IO Sky, EO Sky, whatever you want to call her. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like people do. People need to stop uh, hating on all these damn uh, name changes and everything. I I, I want to ask one thing before we move forward. Right. Corey Graves. I know we bitch about uh, Seth and Becky sharing um, closets. Give Carmella back her blazer. It's not your color, sweetie. I saw y'all's text at first, and when I because I was back and forth checking my phone when I was taking pictures, and then I did I was like, well, "What is he wearing?" I didn't see him at first, and then on the jumbotron, uh, they showed it later. I was like, like "Holy shit! Did he raid Carmela, Carmela's closet or something?" <laughs> oh, holy! <fuck. laughs> All right, uh, Joel, you brought him up already, but. Uh, this is a Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul did impress me a little bit more. I'm still kind of irked about what he pulled in Dallas, but he did impress me a little bit more. But damn, dude, it's like, I know you're new to the business, but damn, how many people shit are you going to steal in one fucking match? Jeez. I, I, I just want to know one thing. Who decided on puke lime green? Was it Marie? What do you think? It was Marie's Kayla? <laughs> It was probably uh, Monroe. <laughs> hey, I was rocking the green. I actually like the green. Because the green is my favorite color, so I didn't have an issue with it. I but like green. Chompa- I like green cho- too, but it did not. Yeah, Champa. It No. No. Did Champa have to come Chomp- out of the gear? 
not Champa. I agree. It just didn't look right on him, but I liked how the Miz and Maurice had the green, how it was – it fit with them because that's something that they would do. But True, yeah. Chomp, but Champa trying to rock it like, oh, dude, come on now. <laughs> oh, my God. That but, was yeah, nuts. I was really rocking the green, though. I did like the green because, like I said, green's my favorite color. And can they please drop the massive ball sting or tiny ball sting? Like it's like enough already. But I mean, the match itself was like good. The match itself was good. He was he did impress me with like a little bit more and everything. And I actually read a tweet about like how at WrestleMania 39 a match between Logan Paul and Bad Bunny would actually slap. I don't don't think that was the exact. I'd have to look up the tweet again to get the exact. To get the exact quote and everything, but uh, yeah, someone brought up a possibility of like, like that would actually be a good match at WrestleMania 39. Actually, as long as Bad Bunny got the win, yeah. Fuck Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've had issues. Like, I would tell him, like, you're gonna bring in one of the most toxic let me say that again one of the most fucking toxic YouTube influencers let me see if I can find that tweet into the company you put him with arguably one of the best heels in WWE and then you make him a baby face are you fucking stupid they need to they need to make Logan Paul 100% heel. I think having him having him as a babyface is a mistake. Yeah. He impressed me that frog splashed in the table. Then AJ Styles out of nowhere feeling Randy <laughs> shtick. But yeah, no. Um so it was an entertaining match but not my favorite match of the night. Besides uh the op- besides the opening match, there was only one other match that was really fun for me to watch. Oh, I I I, I figured I know which one that is. We'll definitely be covering that. Just Caleb, okay, Miz and Logan Paul, what you think? It was entertaining. Um, I will give it credit. Like I called it, I knew he was going to win, and we did the predictions. That's why I said it because with him being a celebrity, I'm hoping the Miz would have won. But hey, it's okay. Whatever. But um, I don't give it credit. Like Julie said, he had the moves. He showed that he, you know, he belongs in the ring. You know, he's been working hard. Um, kind of funny that he kind of stole Mrs. Uh, skull crushing finale at the end. You know, like, hey, buddy, remember this? But um, I get. I wouldn't say one is a favorite match, but you know, entertaining, fun to watch. Impressed by Logan Paul, but still not a fan. Never will be a fan. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a match to fill the card, basically, to show, you know, him getting his revenge for Summer Slam. Yeah, no WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Year later, he gets his revenge. Here we go. It was um, the, it was it was the one in April. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Never mind. Ugh. <laughs> Please excuse our <laughs> boss lady. She is still in. I met Chris Statlander and Hangman Page and Ruby Soho and Victoria mentality. Trust me, I understand and know how that feels. That's how I felt after I met Ming Na Wen, Stan Lee, John Barrowman, Stephen Amell, David Tennant, 
Okay, I'm gonna stop right there, or else you're you're gonna go on for an hour with that list. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Kayla, continue. Uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought. No, <laughs> I've gone jolly. <laughs> but no, um, but no, um. It was a nice, what should I say, kickoff match between those two because we definitely know it's not over. Biz ain't going down like that. So, no, oh, no, not even close. It was a nice kickoff no. match for the little <laughs> rivalry. We'll probably get a tag match with Champa, Miz, and Styles and um, Paul. Probably Clash the Clash the Castle, maybe. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad actually AJ did show up because it was a damn shame he wasn't on the card. But uh, I'm glad he did show up for, for a little bit. Look, it was a damn shame that they had to scrap the Seth Riddle match. But I understand why. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's something very special for the UK fans because, like, despite all the bullshit that happened with Riddle and Becky and Seth a couple years ago. The fact that those two men are able to put a different size of their differences and just realize that they have some of the best uh, best chemistry in the ring at the moment, I, I think, is absolutely fantastic. Um, I think Riddle and Seth are going to have a uh, battle for the ages, and I think it might actually culminate and end. I think at Extreme Rules in October. Yeah. With possibly, if if he's healthy enough, the return of Seth Rollins, or not Seth Rollins, um, Randy Orton to take out Seth, which I would actually love because I miss I miss Randy. I miss Randy too, but um, if the back issue's legit, it's like I don't see him coming back before the end of the year, unfortunately. He can <sighs> come back and take him out and not have to wrestle. With an RKO having a bad back? Really? No, no, he just shows up and spooks Seth, and then Riddle hits the RKO. Mm, I guess. <laughs> All right, let me see what else. Uh, Lashley Theory, that one was to be expected as is, so um, Theory can go cry in a closet for all I give a fuck. <laughs> all right, uh, let me see. Judgment Day versus the Mysterios. Again, predictable. Uh, very predictable, but we knew Edge was coming back. Uh, I'm surprised Beth didn't come back with him because apparently she was supposed to come back with him, but I don't know what happened. Um, I know some places school's about to start, so maybe there's something with the kids. Who knows? But, you know, we could have that down the line. Finn and... No, Rhea, Rhea and Finn versus Beth and Edge at Clash of the Castle. Hell, I was like, I was like seeing some of the video with uh, Rhea last night. I was going, okay, I need Beth and Rhea, even like even if it's just this like singles match, mixed tag, whatever. It's like I need Rhea and Beth. Okay, so can, just like damn. Can we all agree that neither Damian or Finn are in charge of Judgment Day? That it's actually Rhea. Well, I don't know. Kayla's the resident uh, Finn fan, so I'll I'll let her speak on that. I really don't know what to say on that, to be honest with you. But, but Jolie's kind of right. Rhea has kind of put herself out there like she's in charge. Like, take the whole thing back on um, 
Monday Night Raw when she went in there and tried to attack Aaliyah. And distracted match. Aaliyah and then grabbed Dominic and dragged him out. You didn't see Finn and Damien in there trying to drag him out. It was her taking charge. Yeah. So but, but can Finn's we can we get a can we get a buddy Murphy on a pole match? That was great. <laughs> His tweet. Y'all can have custody of me in a ladder match or something. It's <laughs> like what long term <laughs> booking bitches. Oh my god, that is crazy. <laughs> oh Speaking man. of him, where has he been? He hasn't been showing up with House of Black lately. I have no idea. I don't know if he's injured or doing something else. He or has I, times I have he no has idea. Not been, he has not been with House of Black. So I know he's still part of it, but it's just weird. I haven't seen him well, maybe come he out. T- when she was hurt, maybe he took time off to be with her, not to go too far. He does. Oh, he cool. always did. He was always very attentive when he was with. Alexa, he was like everybody. You're right. He's he's a very good man, a very good man from what out what we've heard. I mean, the fact that you know that he and Alexa still had the piggy, and when piggy passed away, they were together, even though they weren't like they they were with the piggy. So you know, yeah. But (laughs) I mean, and right now in the storyline with House of Black and. Darby Allen and Sting, he's not really needed because you have Brody and Malachi. I yeah. think if there's a third member, then maybe it'd be okay. And plus, you've got Anna Jay to help as well. Or not Anna Jay, uh, Julia Hart. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about the Jericho asking for a, a rematch. And so he'd be the first two time AEW World Heavyweight Champion. I'm like, but Mo- Moxley, even though it's interim, is technically okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever, Jericho, go back to drinking your. Your champagne, <laughs> and um, um, did you guys check out that video that I sent you in the in Which the text? One? Which about, one about the flare roast and they roasted Jericho's wife? Actually, no, I didn't. I haven't. I had. Oh, I didn't get a chance. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will we will table that for another time. Uh oh. I am kind of on vacation, so. <laughs> Oh, but apparently, so apparently, I guess was it Friday night? Maybe that they had like this like roast for Rick Flair, Flair yeah. or like a funeral yeah. for Flair because he's supposed to die today or some shit like that. Um, it's a it was the roast for Rick Flair, yeah. As part of and podcast. um, the, the guy goes, yeah, it's uh so white up here that Chris Jericho's wife might come uh, ask us to help storm the Capitol. What the fuck? She was there. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh my god! They, I was speechless, and I'm like, and Flair was cracking up at the entire place. What was like? I was like, oh my god! It was like one of those. Did he just say? Oh, he just said that. Oh, they went they, there. They, they went, went there. there. <laughs> this is why I love but, but can we get yeah, roast inter- so cool. Can we get to the most entertaining match of the night now? Okay, wait, wait, wait. That was. Uh, hold on, hold on. Are you talking the main event of the tag team? No, I'm talking about the Pat McAfee match. Oh, that one! Yeah, let's go ahead and get to that one. I love that much. That was my one of my favorite matches of the night. I'm sorry, the choir, the choir singing "Bum Ass Corbin." I I, that was just amazing, and I love that he has his own music theme music now. Though I am kind of freaked about the hundreds of McAfee's on screen at one time. Like that's like a nightmare. That's nightmare fuel right there, but I mean, I would prefer a hundred McAfee's and a hundred Corbins. 
Um, right. And I will give props to Corbin for uh, helping him when he slipped off the rope, catching him with the swanton, the Panama flip at the end, the ball smash. Perfect. Like, this match was a goddamn fight. And <laughs> I mean, you know, I- I'm wondering if Adam Cole saw the Panama flip, like, dude, you did it wrong. Like, I-, I-, I was waiting for, like, you know, Pat to just, like, tag Adam. Hey, Adam, I did it better than you, or some shit like that. Because that, hey. ba- that was basically his Adam's move in NXT. I-, I thought that was so fucking hilarious. I remember, I was, what- I- I was trying to remember where he got that from and everything, but it was, like, pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but the, like, the Swanton? The man did a fucking swanton. Holy shit. I mean, Corbin looked good, and he made McAfee look better. And, you know, like I said, props off to Corbin for being a great uh, worker with Corbin. Um, He's doing it uh, with McAfee. And, you know, I I think he could have angled his punt a little better, you know, just to to get both balls, not just the one. Oh, okay. You did. I was I was thinking that I thought he got the cut the uprights pretty good. <laughs> but it was kind of, you know, he could have hit it more center, you know. <laughs> I got a I got a quick story about this, but I'm gonna let Kayla get her thoughts in about the match first. This match was actually really entertaining. Um like I said, the choir at the beginning was just great. Like Corbin was coming up like, What are they doing? Why are they singing? What are they you know? It was like he was freaking out. Um I really enjoyed this match. He's um, done phenomenal in it. He did have a little, you know, bloopers here or there. But, hey, it's it's bound to happen. I mean, you can't make everything perfect in the ring. Um, But I like – well, actually, I've loved Pat on commentary. The fact that him in the ring is amazing. And the chemistry that Michael Cole was just too excited in that ring – and the fact that he said, "I'm liking this, of course. I like the old. I like the old you. Things change, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's just like I enjoyed it. It was a really entertaining match, and um, and the fact at the end where he told <laughs> during one of the match, he told Court, he walked over and told Corey to suck it and high fived Michael, which was really cool. So it's kind of the yeah, friendship continues. So." I'm predicting Corey Graves versus Pat McAfee WrestleMania 39. Oh, that long, that far away? Oh well, it only seems like uh, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do the big show if he's gonna wrestle. He's gonna do the big show. So, no, like I don't give him time because Pat McAfee's got to figure out how to get Michael Cole involved somehow. Because I know Michael would want. Oh, Michael would fuck (laughs) and Byron fuck that shit. Right, <laughs> I would be up there too with a fucking chair. Shit! Oh my god, for real, for real. Okay, uh, I haven't watched the full match back, so y'all gotta help me with this one. Um, what the hell did Corbin say when he got on commentary? I think or was he just talking job. shit. I think he was just talking shit. Okay, yeah, because I was like wondering. I was like, what, really? Oh, I I saw him grab the headset, and I was like, what, really? Your memory? It's like you're copying everything from McAfee. It's like, damn, fool. <laughs> but like no this this match just the entertainment value alone of this match was perfect to be perfectly right. honest uh, okay quick uh, quick story we're we're outside the stadium um 
getting ready to go in and you hear the inside, they're still doing like some rehearsals and walkthroughs and stuff like that. So you heard uh, Samantha Irvin, like doing the introductions, you heard Happy's music and then you hear the bum ass Corbin thing. I thought it was just music over the speaker. I thought it was just music over the speaker. I was like, Oh, so they're going to incorporate that tonight. Huh? And then when we're inside and I saw the choir, I was like, Oh, shit. I remember when I was at WrestleMania 35, they were doing sound checks. And we heard the New York uh, Police Department's bagpipes and drummers outside doing Drew's theme. Ah. Like, like just knowing, like, what they're doing inside, it just, it gives chills. So, like, that's, like, another reason why, like, I can't wait to work. Because I get to see a lot of more, a lot more of their intricate behind-the-scenes shit. It's like, I can't right. wait for that, dude. Like, that shit is going to be so fucking dope to somebody who's loved the industry. I, mean, I might not be a part of the industry in the way that I want to be, but somebody who's loved the industry for my entire, almost my entire life. So right, it's, right. It's fucking huge to me. Oh, and side note, back to Ed, by, back to the tag match with Judgment Day and um, the Mysterios and everything. The match is going on. And then I see over towards the engines, a shitload of people were looked like, facing straight towards the engine so at that point they had to be setting up something or somebody was about to come out and everything but a lot of people were facing that way i was like okay what the hell and i was like okay i knew it was edge i thought it was beth too but i knew it was edge and then it's like the lights killed and then the flames went flames went up and everything i was like ah but it's just like you knew something was coming but a lot of people were like i was like well, pay attention to the match people shit <laughs> oh a little bit just the little things i swear oh man all right let me get this one out of the way because i think the match all three of us we can agree wasn't our least was our least favorite and we have issues with was the smackdown women's championship match between Liv and ronda agree yes kayla agreed i mean i'll just say i'm glad to live retained but that was the most sloppiest ending of a match, of an ending of a match I've ever seen. So you definitely know it's not over. So rematch at Clash, you think, Kayla, or, or even sooner than that? I can honestly, if it's not at Clash, I can honestly try to see Ronda trying to get a rematch on Friday Night SmackDown. It won't surprise me. Yeah, uh, Jolly. Um. I think uh, Austin said it best. He's a Ronda fan on Twitter. I'm trying to find his actual handle. I can't find it right now. But he's like, it was like four minutes and 24 seconds was the match. Roman and Brock's entrances were longer. And Roman was on a fucking tractor. I mean, Brock was on a fucking tractor. And they, they were putting out that they were watching they reached the, and how angry Rhonda seemed walking down. And she wasn't like, you know, her normal self slapping hands or she, she was just very angry. I mean, I understood being like angry to regardless, but she was still slap hands. She's still like, you know, she's still a face at that time, mm-hmm. but they probably got told it got cut short because of that stupid riddle Seth segment, which was not needed. Right. Um, that could have been done Monday night. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it was sloppy, but 
again, th- this goes back into like you know WrestleMania 35 where her her shoulders weren't pinned down correctly and the ref counted, but he couldn't see that. He couldn't see Liv tapping. Ronda's shoulders yeah. were down. So, and she posts on Instagram, stop making me put over your golden girls. Number one, Rhonda, Becky has never been a golden girl. No, The fans made her the golden girl. The fans made Liv the golden girl. The fans made Bianca the golden girl. The golden girl um, is Sasha and Charlotte. Those are your golden girls. With the amount of rivalries those two face each other back and forth for the title during Becky's run Alexa is a golden girl because she's going to be back in that title picture Becky was never a golden girl Rhonda I love you to death I think you're an amazing athlete but put some fucking respect on Becky's mouth Becky's name and Liv's name because it was the fans that have constantly been behind them that made the higher up say hey Maybe we should give them the title. Absolutely. And it's like I told y'all in the group text and everything, SmackDown Women's Division needs help. And then I know Charlotte's coming back and everything, but it might need a little bit more than that because it's like if the head if the if the triangle at the top is gonna be Charlotte, Rhonda, and Liv, with I don't know. It's just like it, it seems like it needs a little bit more than just Charlotte coming back. I honestly think that they need to kiss Sasha and Naomi's ass and bring them back. Yeah. That would help save the SmackDown division. Also, possibly bringing back Tegan Knox. I was expecting her too last night because uh, it's like, I was like, wait, is this it with the, just the three? I was like, wait, are we getting Tegan too? <laughs> well, I like what somebody said. Like, even if they signed her to like a, like a one event contract, Sign her to, up to fight at Clash of the Ta- uh, Castles and have a six woman tag match between Bailey, EO, Dakota versus Tegan, uh, Becky, and Bianca. Yeah. I mean, hell, I want them to sign Lindsay Dorado to a one or to a two night match for WrestleMania 40. Oh, silly guy. I would love to see him and Ricochet face one each other. I would love that. I would love to see Zelina Vega, who's a, not local, local, but she's from up the road in New York. I'd love to see her headline. I'd love to see her win the Rumble that year and face a champion because I think she could do it. Yeah. She's scrappy. She's, she's like Alexa in that regard. <laughs> and she's very fucking talented. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till she gets back. I know. She's making me freaking hell. <laughs> hell, it's like put her on SmackDown. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind them separating her and um, Carmella for a while, or hell, even put Carmella on SmackDown. They yeah, could take. They could shut the hell up. Oh God, please! Oh my gosh. Okay, oh, I, I I don't know who Corey has the bigger heart on for his wife or Corbin last night. God, I I I was if you could have heard him on commentary between Corbin and McAfee, you you would almost think he was the one married to Corbin. I swear to God, he had his balls in his mouth gargling the entire time. Damn, that bad, huh? And it's like, couldn't we have gotten... 
I know they want to heal in a phase commentary, but I would have taken the king at that point. Oh, that bad? Yes. He got to the point where I think at one point he kept going and going, and you actually heard Michael just like, and it say it loudly heard Michael rumble like, man, that's enough. Or just shut up, will you? And just kept going on with the match. <laughs> and I, I will say this, this has been the first pay-per-view event where I've heard not only them calling us fans. I heard I, I heard about that, yeah. But using the ref's names. The only okay. name that we ever heard was Charles Robinson. Right. That's the only name we've ever known. But we heard the name for like a couple different refs. Nice. Mm-hmm. They acknowledged him last night. Yeah. And it was it was so surreal to hear Michael Cole without Vince in his ear. I think that's, this, what a lo- that's what a lot of people were saying. Like this was like the the if this is a taste of Michael Cole on commentary, I can't wait to see what else they're gonna do. Like again, like like we said earlier, this this pay-per-view was the lasting touch of Vince. Right. And from here on out, and I believe, you know, even Bischoff's like he's like in the next 30 to 60 days, you're going to see change. It's not going to be the months that you all think they are. Yeah. And for Tony Khan to say what he said to me screams, I'm scared shitless. The cocaine wore off and I'm scared shitless. Fuck that guy. (laughs) No, thank you. Lesbian. Just saying. I'm I'm married, so. (laughs) But, you know, the, the the little things that they have done. And, you know, the funny thing is with Seth posting, you know, I used was supposed to have a match and Triple H saying, I hear you on Twitter. Reminded me back of when, you know, the w- WrestleMania 35, when they, or that whole time where they were actually listening to the fans. Right. I honestly feel like some of their best wrestling was done leading up to WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Where they listened to the fans. They gave us Seth as champion. They gave us Kofi as champion. They gave us Becky as champion. They gave us the women's main event. They gave us a women's all pay-per-view. <clears throat> hey, Steph, do it the fuck again. Thank you. Um, But no, if this is just a taste of what's to come, and this was still heavily influenced by Vince, I can't wait to see what happens. I can't yeah, wait like a, for I can't wait for Monday night. Yeah, it's like I said. It's like at the at the beginning, like it's it's like we're gonna we're gonna be in for a real tweet, and it's just like, yeah, Monday's gonna be absolutely insane, and it's like I can't wait. It's like I'm gonna be fucking exhausted uh, by that night because I got a shitload of traveling to do tomorrow. But it's just like I'm still gonna be there at Toyota, like screaming my head off and everything. Just I, I'm just anticipating. And, uh, and can we? Someone brought this up and clarified this on Twitter, and just like Kayla and Kayla and Jolie, we have EO and Oscar on the same fucking show. We've only been asking it for eighty four years. I know it's like Kayla's mm-hmm. like, holy shit. <laughs> like Jolie said, we've been asking for it for a while. We finally got it. Um, now that she's part with Dakota and Bailey. 
they we could maybe see some hey oscar might join on that side you know having them team that's That'd be totally tag. awesome um but you know back to hey this is the taste of what triple h and you know stephanie's got up their sleeve the fact that that picture they got posted of Bailey, Dakota, and EO on the thing, and he retweeted it back and says, this is just the beginning. Right. You know, and like Joy said, I'm intrigued. You know, what's next? What's going to be? And like I said, um, like Joy said before the show, rumors saying that Killer Cross would come back. If they use him right, right off for duty, he may come back. Um. And then I've, you know, just heard different things. He's going to look about trying to bring a bunch of the NXT back. You know, you know, maybe give them everyone a second chance. And, you know, hopefully one of those that does get a second chance, maybe I might see my favorite tag team back together. You know, or something for NXT. You know, you know, anything's possible. Any, you know, can only hope. So, um, but well, I was glad awesome. we didn't need to get bail money for you today. Yeah, thank God. I don't, <laughs> I don't think she was there, so I think we're good. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get to the last two matches. Uh, Bloodline stayed dripping gold, so let's start with a tag team match. It ended it all. It was a clean finish. You just wonder, Kayla, what's next for the Street Profits after that match? I don't know. Um, at the end of that match, it was part of me was like, okay, is Doc's going to turn on him? Is Tez going to turn? You know, different things. You could tell that Tez was upset at the end of that match. Like, he had that look. Um, I don't know what their next step is. Um. That's part of probably what I will. I still got to. I haven't even started the Raw preview. This will be interesting. SummerSlam aftermath. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, I honestly don't know. I hope it's not as, you know, start of breaking them up as with Triple H. Now Vince was still in charge. He, I could see them trying to end it, but I don't see Vince breaking them up because they are lackluster with your tag team. Yeah. Um, do I think they're going to get another chance? Again, here soon, probably not, but there definitely probably would be on the list. I don't see them breaking up. I'll be surprised if they do. Um, But I will say this, that tag team match, Street Profits and Usos tore it up. That match was good. It showed. I mean, so many different kickouts, so many, you know, everything. They threw everything they could at each other. And believe right. it or not, that match would have kept going if Montez never got thrown over the barricade. If he was got, that was the only thing that stopped him. He would have had that. Right. But, hey. But um, I'm proud of both of them. You know, like a, we did our predictions. I just had that feeling. Usos wasn't. I mean, honestly, we keep thinking something's got to happen and get the little break in the bloodline. Guess what? There's not one there yet. So <laughs> they're still going. So I think there might be one on the horizon though. If there might be one there might be one on the horizon. I just don't know how when they're gonna pull the trigger on it on the act on on Raw instead of a main event. But we'll have Honestly, to see. if there was a break in it, 
a lot of people say the Usos will be the first one to lose the title. You know, but then again, I kind of would like Roman to lose the titles before they would. So Usos would be like, yo, man, you're the tribal chief. Why'd you lose the title? We held on to ours. What's up with you? You know, kind of, <laughs> you know, kind of reversal. Like he was always giving him, you know, he's always giving them hell if they lose a match or, you know, not do well in a match, you know? Right. You know, now I kind of want a reversal, you know, let them keep them titles. We get, let him lose one or both and let them give him, him hell for once. If my, if the way I wanted to play out uh, comes to effect and everything, then yeah, that might end up happening, but I have to see it clash. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's like, it's only fitting that it should happen like that, but we'll save that for a minute. Uh, Jolie. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, Again, uh, anytime you put the street profits and the Usos in the same match together, it's it's gold and i was watching the backstage interview with them where they're saying you know you guys are the best you know is there anybody in the world that you can come to you know fight and it's like honestly i want them to face ftr again oh yeah if they come back i just think that ftr and the usos always put on one hell of a match and honestly would love to see that um now do i see them losing the tag titles anytime soon well, we've got a new uh, pissed-off Viking Raiders. Yes. You mean the most vicious Viking Raiders? <laughs> okay, do they have to keep adding that every time they fucking announce them? I mean, like, you could tell they're vicious, but just like shit. It's like a little overkill there. It is what it is. I don't fucking care. They're Vikings. They've got shields. They come out and whoop ass. They're back to being what I remembered of them as, as the War Raiders back in NXT. You know, I like them as this. I, I need like I needed them to be this vicious. I didn't need them to be, you know, faces. You never mm. should have made them a fucking face. You made them a fucking joke. Yeah. You try to recreate what you had with the blue collar guys and, you know, that didn't really work well. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love those guys, but Tugger's gone and Otis is thriving as this heel. This monster fucking heel. Um, God, they drive me crazy. So, I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, who could take it off of? I could see the Viking Raiders. I could see maybe the New Day. I could see, I don't know. Maybe for some ungodly reason, they pull a fucking rabbit out of the hat and we get DIY back. I could see DIY taking the tag titles off of them. Fuck, bring up Legato or them. Maybe not, but well, the strongest they're... one. Well, they're good as a group, as a faction, and everything. The strongest one out of them is Santos, but it's just like I don't know about the other two by themselves, Joaquin and. But um, I don't know if they're those two are alone or strong enough to take the titles off them. But we'll see. No, but still, I mean, I felt like they cared about the the tag division again briefly. He didn't start caring about the women's tag division again. Would love that. Um, but like I said, if they somehow got Johnny Gargano back, I would fucking flip shit. That would be absolutely insane. I mean, I, I think he's got a ch- couple of like indie wild oats to sow first before that could possibly happen, but you never know. They can always, this is a different regime. They might allow that now. Maybe. I mean, Dakota's, Dakota's still streaming. Did they change yeah. the Twitch affiliation? I think, I think they, uh, 
I think they may have like laxed on. Didn't they lax on that already? I know they did with Rhonda. And I know they, they as long as Shayna wasn't on screen, she could still stream with Dakota and uh, the BRE. Yeah. Um, like she's been on Mia's stream. She's been on Dakota's stream. I mean, of course she's on Dakota's stream. I, I need to know if those two are dating. I'm sorry. I really do. What's called keeping it private? I don't care. I need representation. Thank you. <laughs> Shayna, uh, nod your head. Shake your nod your head. Yes. Shake your head. No. <laughs> just if you are, just point to a rainbow, and I'll be happy. <laughs> All right, main event. I when Brock introduced himself and then tossed the microphone to Roman. I didn't know he caught it at first. I thought it bounced off him, but I saw uh, I saw the video later that he actually caught it. I was like, he right, caught oh. it, and then he winked at Brock. I saw that on the video. You miss this shit when you're watching it live. But oh my god, Kayla, that match was insane. That much, that match was crazy. Um, just some of the stuff, just brought in general, making me laugh. The tractor, the fact that he threw Roman inside the well of the tractor and dumped him into the ring, and it's just. Everything about it was just, you know, epic. They threw everything to each other. Um, I was kind of hoping it would go throughout the arena, but it felt like Brock's like, you know, we're just going to stay in this one area, which is okay, because that can get kind of confusing when it goes around and about with the arena. And then the fact yeah. he, tilt, he tilted over the ring was even more epic. Um, and then there for a minute... Then you see Theory running out of there with a briefcase, and I'm like, oh no, this is happening. He's going to try to cash in. Well, he didn't cash in, thank God, but he got his ass beat, and I think the briefcase got more damage than he did. <laughs> Which, you know, but they they made it fun. Obviously, I knew Tribal Chief was going to retain, um, but they threw everything in each other. I mean, they made it entertaining, and I think that's what makes it a good main event. Right. It goes to... And... Kill faster! I know, right? <laughs> I, saw that I saw that clip. <laughs> I did I saw I was laughing my ass off when he said that. Faster. Um, no, I promise you, I, even... What match, what match was it? Even the Usos match, it felt like there was one time, like, Jeff Jarrett, I'm like, dude, that was three. How the heck did you not count that fast, you know? But it was like... I did notice that a little bit, like, he was kind of counting faster for the Usos and slower for the Street Profits, so maybe they'll pull some shenanigans with that. Well, yeah, it was crazy. It was just like, what? Joe, I'm like, what are you doing? But then, but yeah. Can we also say this? This was the end of, like, was this, like, the 20th anniversary of the creation of the... the first TLC match? Why couldn't they make this a TLC match? I don't know. They're for TLC, I guess. <sighs> um, oh, did you have anything else, Kelly? No, Bobo. I enjoyed the match. Um, congratulations to your tribal chief for retaining. Your streak continues. Um, but 
Class of Champions comes. Aaron will have a few good claymores across your head, so I hope you're ready. Yeah, really. No, but it's like, as far as like what you were saying about like you going throughout the arena, I was like five rows up on the lower section. There was like a whole blank section there where like a few fans were like standing up, straggling and everything. I, I was telling Steve, I could have swore that they would make it up over there, but make it over there, but they didn't. And I was like, oh, damn, wanted to see some action. <laughs> I think, I think I think the reason why they probably didn't do it is because COVID is still kind of rampant and high and they don't want to risk Roman's health. And number two, Brock's back looked like fucking Swiss cheese with all the fucking blood. And I was surprised that they didn't put gloves on right away. That shocked me. Right. But I was watching this, this guy on TikTok. His name is Marquise. I love his takes. Um, and he said that this was probably the best Brock Roman match, and I honestly agree with him. Yeah. Um. Like, like we have stated multiple times, this has been the best incarnation of Brock Lesnar. Cowboy Brock is best Brock. I'm sorry. Yeah. Keep him this way. I don't care. Don't no. Um. So. Like the match was entertaining, like like Kayla said when Theory's music, I was like, oh please God! And all of a sudden, bam, F five, bam, more more kick, getting his ass kicked and just dead. I'm thinking, thank God, but fuck, he still has it. Shit, I I was worried about Paul Heyman for a minute because he was not <laughs> moving. No, the Walrus was down. I repeat, Walrus is down, um, <laughs> and then the Usos try to pick his ass up. And then he fell and tried to pick his ass up again. And they missed a perfect opportunity. I'm sorry. I know that, you know, ending with with Roman being tall after that, they missed an opportunity with, and I feel that this this would have set the table even more. Because Drew was there. We know Drew was there. True, yeah. To come out. So while the Usos were helping Heyman, and they can't drop Heyman, yeah. Drew comes running out and gives the tribal chief a fucking claymore. Ooh. Dropping his ass right there and setting up a five week grudge match. Just, right. Just setting the table. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that was the one thing that they, they could have done differently. But again, I feel that it was just well done altogether. The, the tractor, the throwing of the mic. The F five to Heyman, the multiple super kicks, the using of the uh, shit to pile on top of on Brock. Like I'm bumping yeah. Brock. You have the front loader. Why did you not just put Roman underneath it and bring it down? That's what Steve was saying. It's like why didn't he do that? <laughs> but again, like I, I will rate this pay per view an eight out of ten. Strictly because of the Ronda match, I would have given it. I would have given it like a nine out of ten, or even a ten out of ten. I was highly entertained. I felt that everything was done well. We didn't get those awkward camera angles like we used to. Right. It's like Vince is gone. No more. He 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 he. It, it was a very organic show. It was just well well done, and like I said, if this is the start of the Stephanie Triple H era, 
I do think AEW will be in trouble. Yeah. Because, like, you know, now you've got Cody working hand-in-hand with Triple H. The same man that broke a replica of Triple H's throne. Mm-hmm. You have Triple H saying that we want to listen to our wrestlers and give them more creative licensing. Yeah. I love like, that. That gives Finn more control over the demon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Finn said he wants control of that. The brood, the brood Ed versus Demon Finn. He wants it to be more collaborative. Yeah. Which is something that while AEW started doing, I feel that they've stepped away from doing. I feel that we saw right away with the women's division that this is going to be a step up, especially on Raw. Yeah. Raw is coming back for that A-show title. I feel. Um, Especially in the women's division. Yeah, I kind of can't wait to see what they do with NXT because they said they might revert back to it's still going to be the flashy colors, but it's going to be more edgy like the black and gold era. Okay, yeah, but find, a, find, a, find a way to marriage it, marry it <laughs> because you and and bring up more people. I, I want Braun Breaker up on the main roster. I want him up there. I want to see him versus Roman. I want to see him versus Drew. I want to see all of that. Hell, I, I, I want Toxic Attraction up. I want to see Mandy go toe-to-toe with Liv Morgan. There is so much that can be done. And, and I feel that... I feel that it, that it can happen. I mean, if Mandy Rose left NXT right now and brought Toxic Attraction with her, NXT would be okay. The women that are down there, Cora, Roxanne, Zoe Stark, who just came back, um, Wendy Chu, are, are, are great. You've got a stacked women's division down there. Nikita Lyons. You know, you, you've got, a, like, you can bring some of these women up. Hell, you could put tax, Toxic Attraction. You, you should bring somebody for SmackDown. There you go. Mandy Rose and the Toxic Attraction. Yeah, that'd be good. Because then you'd have Sonya being like, well, you were my best friend, blah, blah, blah. You could have that reunite that feud. And then maybe kind of make Sonya face having her team with Liv. The Jersey Girls. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Uh, There's just so much that can be done. Um, you know, the funny thing is, and and I laugh at this. There's two names that Tony Khan dropped: Adam Cole and Malachi Black. I love both those men. Right. Those men can stay where they're at. I want Keith Lee back. I want Swerve back. I would take them over those two any day. In WWE. Right. <sighs> I don't know what happened. Well, I have to see what happens with that. Uh, Caleb, but uh, 
to wrap up SummerSlam and everything, what what's your rating on it? I really wasn't fond of the whole of Morgan and Ronda match. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's like, yeah, the, the Ronda Liv match was like the only thing that, the only downer the whole night and everything. But so it's like, yeah, eight and a half, nine out of 10 would be just good for me. Okay. Two more things. Wait, wait, Kayla, before, before we, we move on, I want to ask you a question, Cap, because sure. you were both in attendance of WrestleMania, correct? Yes. yes. And the SummerSlam. Yes. Did you feel a difference in energy? Oh, hell yeah. A thousand, a thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, WrestleMania had like a larger capacity because the place was packed and everything, and Nissan wasn't as much. But it was like a different energy, different feel, like different flow to the show and everything. It's like a thousand percent difference. And of course, it's like I still got to catch. I still got to. I'll probably go through and watch some of it, like um, watch all of it to kind of see like all the commentary and everything. Which, from what everyone, from what y'all told me, and from what everyone I've read online and everything, was just like a million times better because you don't have Vince in your ear. I mean, I, I honestly, from remembering watching WrestleMania and the the energy did seem different. Did did it seem different to you, Kayla? It did. It's um. The energy, the crowd, and like I said about commentary, Michael Cole felt like felt like he could be himself. Like he he didn't care what he said, and you know, and it's he was open, and it just I I, I thought it felt amazing. You know, it was just it made it more entertaining than what it was. So what has been? So like we stated before, if this is just the beginning. We got a lot more coming. Yeah, like, I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt that way. Um, because like watching it, like the the commentary was organic. Uh, the matches flowed organically. The crowd seemed more into it, and I mean, the only time that they were really out of it was during the Judgment Day match. But I mean, they were they were ex- they, they you kn- you knew why you could be excited during that match. You're waiting because you know y'all can't keep a fucking secret. Returning tonight, dumbasses. And also, one thing I was asking Steve, I was asking Steve real quick, and one thing that he did bring up is like WWE on your future shows and everything. Can y'all kind of go easy with the lights on the audiences and everything? Because it's like y'all are blinding people. Half the crowd was chanting half the time. We can't see. We can't see or turn the lights off. Something like that. I mean, I know you got to, like, it helps with protection and everything, but damn, y'all blinded people. Shit. There was a couple times I got blinded. But yeah, it's like, no, it was like, it was definitely a different type of energy with the show and everything. Okay. Uh, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Kayla, I think you'll agree with me on this. Tuesday night, if they do not put those titles on Caden and Katana, it's like, it's like seriously wrong, something wrong in the universe. Am I right? Right. They've had multiple chances back to back to back, and they've came close. And you're giving them another shot. If if this is their chance, this needs to be their chance. 
because, I mean, out of all four of them, they deserve it the most. Toxic Attraction's already had it twice. Um, Katana and Kaden, you know, they deserve it and they need to have it. So if they don't get it, this, I don't know what to say because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't watch really watch NXT. I keep up with it online, you know, to know what's going on. But if they put the tag titles on those two, I might just go back to watching NXT. But right now, it ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. Because right. those two can tear up the ring. They deserve to be champions. And they've proven that. And if you want to be logic, they're the only tag team still together in NXT when these titles were officially announced. That's true. It's like So they deserve it. And they deserve it. It is time. It's due. They need it is their time. Like it was Liv Morgan's time. It's their time. It needs to be their time. Amen. Amen to that. <sighs> okay. Jolie, I did have a question for you because after the Philadelphia announcement and everything, one thing came up one thing came up like multiple times and I want to ask you. Paul Heyman, Hall of Fame, yes or no? See, that's a tough one. I think yes. Because Philly is the home of ECW. It's the birthplace of ECW. Right. I think it'd be special. And, you know, one can also argue the next time it's in New York. But Hall of Fame, he deserves to be in it 100%. Do I think it should be 40? I'm partial. So I'll say yes. Because I think the pop that he would get the night, um, either the Hall of Fame night and at WrestleMania when they pull them up, bring them all out. Right. It's going to be epic. And, you know, if they put them in the Hall of Fame, you know they're going to bring Sandman, as much as I despise him, Sabu, Raven, yeah. Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray. Van Damme, yeah. Yeah, so. Man. Man, what a crazy weekend it has been. And it's like, it's my last night in Nashville. Uh, Steve and I have had a blast. And it's just like, it, it's like some areas in, we've had, a, we've had a blast here. Parts are beautiful. Hot, Nashville hot chicken is no fucking joke. <laughs> it is no fucking joke. Um, Dan on a note. I know we're not doing our crazy tweets, but this rubbed me the wrong way. I found this. This was actually on Facebook. Okay. I just want to see what you all think of this, so this is how we can end if we want. So Pro Wrestling World is what posted it. So Cody Rhodes has an Epsy now. I guess they give out Epsies for being a traitor. This man walked out on wrestling hold on, hold, and joined the sports F- entertainment kitty program. And he gets an Epsy. I hope you enjoy your rewards while your very presence in that other company shits on real wrestling and everything AEW stands for. Maybe they'll give him an Epi Emmy for kissing Vince McMahon's ass. Do you mean Espy? Espy, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, uh, just trying to think I'm going to open the court for this one. All rise. 
Court is now in session. The Honorable Jester presiding. Proceed. Bitch, you stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they forced Cody out of the company. He probably would have stayed for the right price, but they weren't willing to pay him. WWE was willing to pay him. And to shit on real wrestling. What real wrestling? A fucking barbed wire match? That's not wrestling. A shark cage match? The fuck? Watching Mox blade himself? That's not wrestling. Which has been very obviously lately. Yeah. Yeah, Jericho too. No, they do have matches that have decent wrestling in it. I'm not going to debate that. But I hate to break it to you, but pro wrestling that is put on national TV is entertainment, you dumbass. That's what it's classified as. Sports entertainment. Now, you want to bash Cody. Bash the man that actually gave you AEW. And because what? He won an award that you'll never know. Have you ever won an award, dude? Because you sure as fuck didn't win a Pulitzer for writing. Like, my fucking God, my dude. I've seen toddlers write better. I mean, I, I, I thought my boss lady was just exaggerating with how it was written. But no, that's what you actually wrote. Go back to school, my dude. We have a man in a foreign country on our staff that writes better than you. And he doesn't even write English that well sometimes. I love you, Reggie. But my God. I mean, that has to be the stupidest take ever. I mean, there's plenty of stupid takes. So I really can't say it's the stupidest take ever, but it's the stupidest one that I've heard tonight. And saying that Logan Paul put on a good match hurt me to say, but, you know, still didn't mean it didn't happen. You saying what you said doesn't make it right, though. That crowd reaction, I haven't heard an organic crowd reaction like that in a long time. You know, the, the next time that I heard it was at SummerSlam when Bailey returned, when Dakota returned, when EO arrived, and when Becky Lynch turned face. All in the first 30 minutes of that pay per view. I'm sorry, premium live mm-hmm. event. I, I don't remember any organic pops. Lately, except for CM Punk in Chicago. I mean, one could say Bianca had a a decent pop, but that was her hometown. That's her home state. Hell. Look at the Street Profits. We all know Angelo Dawkins is not a Tennessee Titans fan. The poor boy had to put the colors on. I respect that, but that's why they lost. He disrespected his Cincinnati team. I'm sorry. That's why you lost. 
You never put on a rival's colors. You should know better. <laughs> there have been people who deserve the FD, SB. I fucking hate that word. And the year before, Bianca and Sasha deserved it. Mm-hmm. This year, Cody deserved it. I think the year before or in 20 or 19, Roman deserved it. Yeah. I mean, I was partial for the women, but Roman deserved it. The kitty wrestling that you referred to is in your own company. You can't keep a women's division. You can't keep a... When was the last time the title was even... Any like they, they barely advertise the women and when they do the title defenses are very discombobulated so you're you're saying that that's pro wrestling I'm sorry who hurt you show me on the Vince doll where he touched you that makes you hate it so much (laughs) oh my god so I find you guilty of stupidity. And I really wish that Cody could hit you with a crossroads. Maybe knock some fucking sense into you. Because if you want to talk about real wrestling, watch the Olympics. That's real wrestling. This is sports entertainment. With wrestling in it. And you think throwing Sammy Guevara, no matter how entertaining it is, off the top of a cage isn't entertainment? It is for all of us that hate him. We have it on loops when we when we're having shitty days. We just watch it over and over and over and over and over again. Watching Claudio spin somebody—that's pro wrestling. Really? I mean, I know helicoptering is famous for Ric Flair, but Jesus fucking Christ. Ugh. I mean, watching somebody spin somebody around, that that's not wrestling. That's sports entertainment. I think the only pure wrestler that they have on the entire AEW roster is Daniel Bryan. Sorry, Bryan Danielson. I don't fucking care. The Young Bucks doing super kicks and flippies. That's pro wrestling? Get the fuck out of here. And keep Cody's name out of your fucking mouth. You're not even fucking able to shine his shoes with your ass. Fucking morons. Courts adjourn. Courts adjourn. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Kayla, any final thoughts? I think she pretty much stated it. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I'm shocked that you gave me the floor, not not our resident Cody fan. But I mean, we're both Cody fans. And I do have one notch above her when it comes to Cody, so. She'll get there. She'll get there. there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. 
<laughs> but no, it rubbed me the wrong way. So that was my kind of way. I know how I felt. That's why I brought it up to you all. Well, because you, kn- you knew I would just, just fucking rip them apart. Exactly. <laughs> it's like some of these people are so glad they did not meet me in person because I might make some men cry. And I'd enjoy every fucking minute of it. Could you imagine if, let's say, within the next few years, we blew we blew up really big and everything. We actually end up going to one of these cons, and it's like someone just comes out of the blue and just like tries to talk shit to your face and everything about your takes. Oh. <laughs> if that ever happened, I'll leave. I look at them sideways and say, "Your mother either should have swallowed or aborted. Keep walking, bitch." Oh come on, you can get this kicked out. <laughs> Oh, freedom of speech. <laughs> okay. I'd put, a sign, I'd put a sign on our table and says, talk trash with a jester. Can you handle it? Free merch if you can beat her. <laughs> yeah, but then like watch like fucking Rev or Bougie show up and like, I'm fucked. I see those two trying to show up and try to. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Shit. It, it, me, I don't know me, if y'all me, me and Rev have like some class the last two times he's been on our show, he he and I have butted heads, but he has got to know that I absolutely one hundred percent respect his ass and like you know we did find out we did find out on, on TikTok that we do have something that we both love and both enjoy in life, and it's bacon. Bacon is life. Oh cool. so you know. He says he doesn't trust anybody that doesn't love bacon. And I said, well, I love bacon. Bacon is life. And I said, we finally found something that we agree on. He goes, I knew we would. So. <laughs> right. But, but no. Um, shit. I mean, I would hold a sign. Um, I would make it. Like, I would make a t-shirt. Um, sorry about your damn feelings. <laughs> Didn't Becky have a shirt like that? Get on that. I think Becky had a shirt like that. Huh? Becky had a shirt like that. Oh, sorry about your damn feelings? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I remember when she said that and everything. Ay, ay, ay. All right, well, that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>